Podcast episode 177, Charleston number one podcast recorded in a basement. It is I, J-Roll Nation, back again. The month of November is flying by. I can't believe Thanksgiving is in about a week. It's it's unreal how fast this month has gone. But yes, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, J-Roll Nation, Facebook, The Beards Watch Podcasts, and then of course, on all our social media for listening, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Spreaker, like, follow, subscribe, five-star ratings, share. And then our YouTube, they see me rolling to watch our burial cart races, our reaction videos, our brewer reviews. Now, miss anything, Jeeves? Buy t-shirts. Oh, yeah. I'm in on the YouTube channel. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then, of course, yes, go, go buy a t-shirt or a pair of socks or uh, a hoodie or something. It's getting that time, time of year. And if you do buy one, uh, shoot us a picture and we'll blast it out on our social medias. Yeah, and that's that's what I got on that one. Duval, how you doing? Back again before you go to New Orleans. Yes, I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for having me. Um, haven't been here in a few weeks, but uh, glad to be here. It's always good to be fun. Um, and uh, thank you for squeezing me in right before the holidays and yeah. right before my trip. So, oh, yeah, no thanks. Problem. And if uh, you're looking for me... Um, Twitter, Rod versus Duval, Instagram, just Duval. All right. Jeeves, you've already heard from him. Yep. How you doing over there? I'm hanging in there. Yeah, I like your shirt, Jeeves. Very Appreciate nice it. and bright. <laughs> yeah. Nice logo you got there. Yep. It's a, it's a good one. Just yeah. Walk the nice long sleeve to work out in or walk from the truck to the car, to the house. In. <laughs> there you go. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what you do. So, But you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jeeves1988. All right. And then, our first-time guest, long-time college friend, literally had a class, the ver- my very first college class she was in this class, and then we had a class, at least one class, every semester for the remainder of our college careers, in the same major, I mean, just had overall good time. Paige, Vance, Hello. how you doing? Uh, I am so good, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Um, from one, you know, podcast lover to another, and uh, you know, you and CG spar into another, that's right, and that's uh, right. drinking buddy to that's another, partying uh, buddy, etc., yeah. uh, study buddy to that's another. Right. We like, you know, news anchors for uh, UNCG news station. That's right. That, from one to another. That's it's, it's funny. I, I had that memory flash back because it was on my uh, melt reel or whatever to send out to people. Paige and I used to. One of our final classes was we get together, throw a newscast, and sit down and kind of shoot it. And we would always want to be anchors together because we would have fun and kind of push the boundaries of our teachers <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. And, and you could actually find some of our stuff on my original YouTube channel of us just cutting loose. We did like one before spring break where we had like beach stuff on, yeah. a lot of beach <laughs> sayings tossed back and forth. It's actually pretty funny. But yeah, Paige and I had a, a lot of good times, and it was just. As we were talking before you came on the podcast, you were on social media 
because we kind of all grew up in that beginning of social media stage. And then I remember a couple years ago when I first started, I reached out to you and then you kind of went ghost. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, okay. And then you kind of popped up on my LinkedIn and one thing led to another and I realized, oh, you're living in Huntersville, which is very close to Charlotte where we are. How in the world have we not ran into each other at Saeed's or something? But come jump on the podcast (laughs) since you are 18 minutes away. And so, yeah, it's, it's good to have you. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to be here. So yeah. what are you doing now? So. <clears throat> from media I, studies. Yeah, from media studies. So yes. originally, you know, the goal was to work um, with, in television. Yep. So left college, uh, worked for Fox 8 for a little while. Yeah. Transitioned out of that pretty quickly. we both had an internship, I think, yeah, at Fox we, 8 as well. Yeah. Fellow interns. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. We did a lot of this. Oh, these things keep coming back. Yeah. Uh, so, um. Did that for like a hot second. Um, then I got into reality television, yeah. of all things. I was working in Raleigh for um, a reality show called Lizard Lick Towing. I remember that. Yeah, okay. I don't know yeah. you guys. Yeah. The, re- the repo show where the yes. big rednecks like, you know, beat up on everybody yes. and steal yeah. their cars. Oh, yeah. Um, reality TV is not real, just for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it is like the biggest oxymoron yeah. of all time. Um, anyways, I learned a lot. Met some cool people. Um, what was the best... Very interesting. Yeah, what was what was the biggest setup you kind of since that show's <laughs> off the air now? Like yeah. I know you guys set up a lot of that, correct? Like oh yeah, yeah. Are most are most of those toes like fake. Oh, um, we had like an enterprise contract with um, Hertz, and I was going constantly and renting, literally renting like five, six, seven cars a week to do shoots because oh. legally we weren't allowed to repo a car that was actually you know <laughs> under repossession. Ah. It was all staged. I mean, yeah, they oh, actually wow. they did have a repo. And towing company. That yes. was like the only real part about it. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, the, the cast, but they are as extreme as they were on the show. They are yeah. like true, like, you know, beer slinging rednecks <laughs> that like to fight and yeah. cuss and scream. I mean, that was all real. But So were those fake. actors then of the cars that you were towing? Yes, all the people that came in or that we were repoing their car, yeah. they were all uh, they were all casted. Okay, casted. Yep. Okay. Uh, we'd go to Walmart, we'd go to Sam's Club. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't Seriously? Pers- yeah. Literally, wow. like, go to, like, Barnes & Noble. The, the casting guy was in town. He would just go to the gym in the morning and meet people on the treadmill. Yeah. He'd go to Walmart. He would go to the grocery store. And he would just he would just find people who yeah. had kind of a look. And he by talking to them for, like, a second, he could maybe gauge if they were going to act crazy or could in front of a camera. Yeah. You know, things change when the, when the lights and... Absolutely. You, yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah. you know, you hit roll. So <laughs> it was very interesting. Met a lot of cool people. Um, you know, something under my belt. Uh, transition out of that to scripted television, which is bigger budget, you know, a lot more thought, time, money, energy is spent yep. in that. Um, so I worked in Charlotte, actually. That's kind of what brought me down towards the Charlotte area. Yeah. I was working on Banshee yes. uh, for Cinemax and HBO, which is a very cool show. Uh, did three seasons there. I started out um, just being a production assistant, yep. um, working under the, all the assistant directors, and then uh, third and fourth season were the last two seasons I worked. I was in props, so I was in the art department, which was very different. I mean, anything an actor touches is a prop. So there's all these guns. So I mean, I learned all about weapons yeah. and you know special effects with blood squibs, and it was re- it was very very cool. Learned, met really neat people. Yeah. Um, some still some of my you know biggest contacts. Like if I needed a job, I could probably pick up the phone and call somebody yeah. today. Um, you know, film life is you know in college they make it out to be this like big beautiful. Uh, 
you know, glamorous lifestyle. It is not. I do remember is. though the <laughs> first dirty. our first semester is that is that intro to media class kind of with Frank Donaldson. Donaldson. And he, oh, he I do remember him coming <laughs> out and us talking about it because he'd always come out and just he would warn and be like just to let all of you guys know, working in TV and film, you're working weekends, you're working nights, you're, and it was like one of those things where you're an 18, 19 year old freshman, and they're just the wet blanket is thrown out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're up there, bright eyed, bushy tailed, ready to like learn all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like going to Paige in a study group where I'd be like, I can't believe you just literally pissed on all of us. Like, yeah. here's all your dreams. Just know yeah. it's gonna suck. Yeah. Like, he didn't. He didn't say things gonna be fun. He's like, it's all gonna suck. And I just yeah. would be like, dang. And you still end up. Some people drop out. We we got through it and did shot a lot of different did a lot of big classes and stuff. But you then yeah. get into the business and you realize, yeah, it's it's, it's a lot grimier and dirtier and not grimier in like sketchy way, but just it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot yeah. of different work. You gotta put in hours to yeah, exactly. get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and I mean it's it, like live and learn, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. I mean, I spent my younger twenties. I mean, which is the time to do it? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I was meeting actors and actresses and really, really big time writers and producers. Like, for instance, like you know, one of the guys that uh, he was the showrunner, one of the executive producers. He like created Twitter with like seven other guys. Like, wow, okay. Great guy. He did yeah. Homeland. He um, he had he did House and True Blood. Like, so I was with a lot of creatives. Just really cool vibe. Like you yeah. see and learn a lot. Um, however, you know, twelve hour days. Yeah. Um, we did these things called Friday days, where if you do a night shoot, some people don't realize, like, you know, if you're shooting a long scene that takes place at night, you have to have night. So yes. we would start, we always did 12-hour shifts, and we would call them Friday days. So Fridays, we'd start at, like, 4 or 5 in the afternoon, yep. wait till the sun goes down, and we'd film till 4 or 5 in the morning. Yep. I mean, you got to film overnight. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, it's glamorous, it's cool, it's fun. Um, I didn't want to make a, a lifestyle out of my career. I wanted yeah. a life aside from my career. So I, I kind of transitioned into marketing. So that's where I'm at now. Okay. Um, no guns, no blood. Um, unless someone screws with me on a Monday yeah, morning, right? they, they might get guns, guns or blood. blood. <laughs> um, but just different now, so I do. So how was marketing. that? How was that transition? So you did Banshee season was series was over. Did you have other opportunities to go anywhere else, or was it kind of all right? I don't know if I want to keep doing Friday days. Yeah, it was one of those things that. Um, Actually, the the film incentive kind of was pulled from North Carolina. That's right. I do remember that at that yep. time. Yeah. So, Wilmington dried up. All That's the right. sta- uh, Screen Gem Studios in Wilmington dried up. Um, a lot of people in Charlotte went elsewhere because freelancing for commercials won't. You know, you can't do that yeah. every day, all day to make a living. So um, everything's in Atlanta now. Yeah. So Georgia like up their film incentive. So yep. there's okay. hundreds of shows being filmed in Atlanta. Almost yeah. everyone I knew from North Carolina is in Atlanta still. Okay. And, and you didn't want to make the. Do you want to live in Atlanta? Um, I would have not minded to live in Atlanta. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, I didn't want to do Fridays forever. That's right. you know, I, just didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And when you're in the union, I mean, it's a great a great organization. They find you work, but like, I might get a call tomorrow like, hey, go to New Orleans. I mean, I'm just giving an example. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. That's that's like a plus. Like, go to New Orleans for eight months to film this feature film. Or it might be go to the middle of like Oklahoma where there's nothing but like, you know, tumbleweeds yeah. for six months to film something. And it's like, what? Yeah, wow. You just, you're, you're dotted all over the place. Like, yep. you just got to pick up everything you own needs to fit in your car and you got to be able to go. Mm-hmm. So, your lifestyle can be a little difficult to yep. maintain with that kind of, uh, with that kind of career. So, I'm in marketing now. I really enjoy it. Um, still some creative aspects to it, but a little more. Yeah. <laughs> tame. It's like, yeah. like, a little yeah, tame. Yeah. 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 So, so, are you marketing, is it a grocery company? Is it a, what is the, exactly? So, I work for a really large food distributor called okay. um, MDI, 
in Hickory. Um, really nice family-owned company. Uh, so privately owned still. They have, you know, a humongous warehouse. Like if the world ever ends, like if the apocalypse yeah. happens, yeah. y'all just head to Hickory because <laughs> this thing is full of food and it's like, you know, it can get locked down in mm -hmm. two seconds and like you could survive for yeah. years in the, in the amount of food that's in that place. Um, we own Lowe's Foods. Okay. So there's a parent company that owns MDI as the distributor and they also own Lowe's. Okay. So Lowe's Foods is ours. Um, I do a lot of marketing for Lowe's, which is cool. Um, yeah. Is it, they, they is it Lowe's Food like... Below is are is food food lines below Lowe's food right? Um, On aren't they like a partners? Um. Or am I thinking of a different? I'm not sure if they're partners. Um, there's a lot of food lines in North Carolina like there are Lowe's. Um, I'm not sure at one time if they were partners, but um, Food Line is kind of like one of our competitors now per oh, okay. se. Um, there there's more food lines than there are Lowe's. Um, mm -hmm. Lowe's is trying to take the whole. You know, let's get you just the lowest price, you know, bad customer service. They're trying to create, like, an experience. You can go to Lowe's and, like, have a beer. They have a, a yeah. bar in mm -hmm. their grocery stores. You can walk around and have a beer while you shop, which I find very exciting. Yes. If you guys yes. haven't ever tried that, it's great. Yeah. Um, Probably buy a lot more than you need to buy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they have Thirsty Thursdays with, like, a band in there. I mean, I'll yeah. go and get toasty, and I'll be like, oh, I need groceries. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wasn't planning on going there for groceries, but... Yeah. Um, so they're trying to make more of an experience at grocery shopping. I think a lot of those, like yeah. there's this, I think we just, up here, the largest Harris Teeter in North Carolina just opened. Right up here on 16. Oh, yeah. this oh past, yes. This past Thursday. Yeah. And Jerry and I went, they've got a burger bar, a pizza bar, mm -hmm. a trail wings, mix bar, a wing station, a trail mix bar. They've got the, the hot food. They've got a spot where if you come in and you're, say you just want dinner, you go up for like eight ninety nine. They get the full meal. They'll cook it for you right there. I mean, it's it yep. a full pet food section where it looks wow. like you're in a pet smart. I mean, a full pharmacy. It was wild, but they also have the bar too. Grab a beer. You got TVs up there, so you can grab yeah. your food, grab you a, a cold beverage, sit down if you just wanted to eat there. And then you know, it's it is about making the experience now instead of just going and getting your groceries because there's a lot of places now that are delivering or the oh, pickup yeah. or whatever oh, yeah. it may be. So you know, Amazon is like a real thing and Walmart is a real thing. It's hard to compete with Walmart prices. Yeah. It's hard to compete yeah. with uh, two days. All the stuff that you don't want to like lug from your car or from the store to your car, from the car to your house is like at your front door. Yes. I mean, it's, um, yes. so that's a, you know, we're trying to compete with that, but they're just trying to make in-store experience yeah. more exciting. And So are you, is this a Monday through Friday gig? Yep. Okay. So I'm an adult now, Jacob. It's, <laughs> it's really, really upsetting. I understand. Really we are. Upsetting. Wait, you're 30 now, right? Yeah, just turned 30. Right, I'm 32. Yeah, I think we're all, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's really, it's wild. You said, I, I was doing the math in my head, like, wow, okay, I met Pate, I was 18, 17. And it's just, you think about how, how, you, you feel how long college feels, yeah. but then it's just like how far it was ago, and you're like, yeah. you still feel like it's short, but it's still like, wow, it, it's been eight years yeah. since we graduated. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh. I mean, it's literally, I probably haven't seen you, and I mean, since graduation, I yeah. think the day of graduation, and we kind of like I said, you were doing your thing, I was doing mine. Yeah, all the families. In it town. was. It, and I was actually talking to Jerry about something like this. It's funny how you, like I said, I saw you for four years straight, at least in class, out at parties, club, whatever it may be, and then you just immediately go from like not seeing that person. You're part of my life for like a good four years, always you know cutting loose or whatever. And then it was like, whoop, then you, like I said, you went and did your own thing, I was doing my own thing, and then now here we are, back in 2019, 
record the podcast. Yeah, I so. mean, the last time I was at your house, it was the KDR frat house, and now you've got, you know, a jungle gym upstairs <laughs> with baby toys it's everywhere. Like, yeah. Life is different. Yeah. And I like I said, Paige, Paige was one of those one people, like I said, I grew up going to Southern Baptist Church and stuff and, and kind of having a closed mind, but then college opened it up. Paige, I don't know if you'll, if you were one of the first people that kind of showed me that it was okay to dabble in a little bit of extracurriculars, like some of the green, and still get your shit done. Yes, because yeah, because I remember like my, you know, your stigma growing up. If you're not yeah. around, it was like, oh, if you smoke weed, you're a bum. You yeah. can't get anything yeah. done. You won't mount nothing. You won't mount nothing. I remember yeah. being you, and you being like, that was one of your things of just keeping it mellow or whatever, and still being like, oh wait, Paige is getting her shit done. She's getting her grades. She's you know showing up to class and everything, and being like, okay, so. Maybe not everything is true about this particular thing. I was just so reminiscing on some of our old times and just learning different <laughs> things and stuff. But it's more um, like a. It's more like she kind of equated it to like a like an evening snack. You know, yes. it's like okay, <laughs> you know, you can snack as you're studying. You know, yeah. so she's you know Every indulging. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. everybody's got their own thing. And I think that was too much snacking isn't good. But yeah, you but, know, but just enough to get you know? Everything in moderation is the key, as always. So that's great. But yeah. Um, Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even think of that analogy, but that, that is great. Yeah. In yeah. So what's the goal now? Um, so now I'm kind of managing. So we also own um, some Piggly Wiggly stores, or I, I shouldn't say own. They're one of our biggest customers. Um, we have a huge partnership with a lot of Piggly Wiggly stores, yeah. which not really around here, but they're pretty heavy in the East Coast. Yeah. So um, I've been... Creating a loyalty program for them, which is, you know, you go to a store, you get points for shopping, you get redemptions here, you get a two-tier lower price on these items if you're yeah. a member, whatever. Scan your card, type in your phone number type thing. Yeah. So, um, I just recently launched that in 38 of their stores, which okay. was kind of, I nice. mean, they, I, it was like nothing. Yeah. And they're really? like, Paige, we want you to take this. And I was like, okay, don't know shit about loyalty, but here we go. Like, it's like a big card. Exactly. It's like Paris Center Big Card, Food Line MVP Card, Lowe's Card, all that. Same thing. So what was your transition like going from that TV to then getting kind of into this marketing? Like you said, they just kind of threw you a blank blank project. (laughs) What has been that transition? Like, did you think you'd be here eight years after getting a media studies degree? I think we got pretty much the same degree, right? Yeah, we did. General media studies, we did a little bit of everything. News and documentary. News and documentary, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So, did you, I mean, did you think you'd be here? No, No. you know what, I think I, I think I really wanted to be, like, I wanted to be a, you know, start out as a reporter and kind of go into, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, journalism reporting and go into anchoring. I, I love the idea of being a TV anchor. Um, I'm like type A, and I feel like some people, just maybe it was, you know, just the one experience I had, but I really, I felt more in love with uh, TV production versus news. Yeah. So I kind of felt that right out of the gate, and so I'm glad I made that that move. Um, you know, I got a lot of wild days even working in film, so kind of like all that's brushed under the rug. Now I'm 30. It's like, yeah. I don't want to be doing that anymore. Like, <laughs> I love my eight to five. Like, yeah. I'm cool. So yeah. um, the transition wasn't too hard. I mean... It's kind of nice. My boss is supportive, so he didn't really know what to do either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, whatever goes, like, I'm yeah. behind you. I was like, all right, good. So um, some stressful days and sleepless nights, but yeah. it did well, so. Yeah. No, it's been good. That's, I, mean, I think it, it, it's wild looking back, like you said, trying to navigate that stuff, and then now here you are. You said eight to five. And that's the big difference I think people don't realize, as I started as the wet blanket there, 
when you're doing TV or movies, you are working those different hours, and I still am working in TV. I like I said, I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Sports, it's not oh, yeah. TV. There's nothing where I always say we. This is how I felt the oldest. Just this past week, we had like high school kids come through, and I was like, and they're like, hey, can you, can you do a, can you, can you do a, like a session and talk about our new stuff? And I'm like, really? I'm like, damn, I guess I am 30 now. I'm not the 22 year old fresh guy who they're like, hey, you going out to get drunk or talking about drunk stories anymore? You know? Yeah. Like, wow, they're asking me and trusting me with not like. So of course I did like the the old guy saying it was like, hey. Better to be here than in class, right? Yeah. And I forget how high schoolers can just be assholes. And half of them are just like, yeah. And just look at me like, shut up, old man. Like, get yeah. out. You know? Yeah. And there's a couple of the kids who enjoy being there and they're like, absolutely, absolutely. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. But just the whole thing. And I did use the Donaldson thing and I was just like, hey, I don't mean to be the wet blanket, but hey, uh, sports. Think about, you know, on Christmas, Thanksgiving, weekends. When are, your, when are those events happening? On all those on times. All those people like, you don't. When you're growing up, you don't necessarily think, oh, there's people working, because you're not thinking about work as a 10-year-old, 15-year-old kid or whatever. Yeah. But that's it. But again, some people enjoy it. And I, I remember coming to that same thing, like you said, Paige, is coming to a point of, like, I love my career, but I also love my life. Like, mm-hmm. I always tell people all the time at work, I love what I do, and it's good, but I also, like, I work to live. You know what I mean? Like, Correct. you're not going to catch me, like, I'll work some long hours, and I'll do this, that, and that. But you're not going to catch me working a 15-hour shift on my kid's birthday or my wife's birthday or, like, yeah, my mom's birthday or whatever. Or if there's a big event and, like, you know, somebody's getting married that's a really close friend, I'm going to make sure I'm off for that. Because mm-hmm. it's about, to me, I think there's more to life than just working. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's just, uh, like I said, I enjoy going out weekends at V or whatever and yeah. having fun with people. So and I dipped out of work early today. I was like, you know, boss, I got this, like, thing. You know, I'm supporting one of my, like, great friends from college. Like, you know, I need to leave at like noon today. I thought it was like two. Yeah, I thought it was like noon. I respect that. <laughs> so I'm leaving after lunch. He's yeah. like, all right, yeah. get out of here. No. That's fantastic. So wow. my question is, is I guess I know you, you kind of hinted to where like you still get a lot of the production and all that type of stuff in marketing, but do you ever get that itch or do you miss kind of doing that other side of it? Yeah, I have to play it safe a lot, and like okay. I'm kind of one of the people who I like to push limits and like get really close to like that fine line. Um, so I think I would possibly enjoy maybe later in life working for you know a company that you know more of like an advertising agency instead of like an internal marketing department mm-hmm. for a food distributor. Yeah, okay. maybe working for an advertising agency that takes all different clients that want maybe some kind of you know conservative you know black tie, you know, really nicely put together package and some that are like, hey, like, say something raunchy, like, make people feel uncomfortable a little bit, like, let's get some attention, you know? Yeah. Um, Lowe's Foods actually changed their motto up a little, you know, maybe three or four years ago now. I mean, you can see billboards going down the road and it's like, um, you know, like, order order some buns sitting on yours. Like, you can order groceries <laughs> online or like, yeah. like, there was something I saw, what was it? It was like, grow a pair and it had like a pair of like two pairs, and I was like, "What?" Is that? You know? wow. I mean, so they're they're starting to do that, and they've yeah. gotten a lot of attention. It, it just takes, you know, it just takes that leap of faith, like trusting, yeah. you know, your, you know, people who are advertising for you. But it's it's really fun. Um, it's just very different. That's like you said, Paige and I always did push the boundaries a lot in our classes. She was, <laughs> if if I was going over, she would pull me back, kind of in range, because there was a couple teachers where we would always, because you think you know everything. It, even 20 years old and stuff. And there's one teacher, who was it? Uh, a guy with the curly oh hair. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't remember his name, but he 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 thought his shit did not stink because he had been on the Daily Show. He had wrote yes. a, a, a book about being on the Daily Show and all really? this stuff. I think he I think he was like low key obsessed with John Daly. Oh, like, absolutely. And this guy was just you know over the top. And that I remember it was really hard. It was it was, and I remember yeah. showing up. Uh, was it? But his was really hard, and he always kind of pushed buttons and different things. And that's what we had. That was the news one. But I remember we also had the one with uh, the actual anchor from Fox 8. Yes. That was our news writing guy. Mm-hmm. And, that one the writing whole, class. and I remember one day I showed up <laughs> with a dip in my mouth. And I used to sit next to Paige, and Paige didn't give a shit. Like, it was what it was. <laughs> and I had actually done it before in that class. Whatever, I just got done working out or whatever, and it was always like just a relaxing thing. And... He, I remember him stopping in the middle and was like, take that out right now. And I was like, what is going on? Like, what? Yeah. Are we being for real? Yeah, you're like, really? Yeah, and there was like only like probably 15 to 20 people. And there's a small classroom, so it probably was pretty obvious and stuff. And I was like, really? And he was like, don't you ever do that again in class. I'll kick you out next time. And I was just being like, well, that was weird kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, it was. No like, one cares but you, dude. No yeah. one cares. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares. Kid in the bag has a dip in. Like, yeah. Yeah. The kid behind you is like a sound asleep. Sleep. Like, yeah. oh, you're, you're mad at me. Yeah. Uh, um, but luckily enough, we ended up both getting, I think, the internships through that guy. And we did the internship at the skating. Remember the yes. World Skate? Yeah, the, the U- it was the Figure Skating Championship. U.S. Figure Skating Championship. Yes. We did that, that uh, internship that as well. That was a pretty cool one. To see all of them come through, and we kind of just led people, led skaters from the ice to the media yeah, soundstage. It's pretty easy, pretty simple. We got a free jacket out of it, but nothing <laughs> special. But yeah, it was. That seems kind of cool. Though. It yeah. was cool. It was. It was something different that obviously they they weren't going to pay anybody for because we didn't do anything but stand <laughs> yeah. there. So they had to get college kids to do it because like, oh yeah, we'll give you an intern credit or something. But right. yeah. So. We'll give you this cool jacket. This cool jacket, yeah, that, that really didn't keep you warm at all. It was just like a like a windbreaker type jacket when you're out there, like 40 degrees yeah, in the ice. Good. But So, yeah. But we started out, so our first class intro to media studies, what would we say, was probably 200 people. No, the first class, I don't know if you remember this, was public speaking. Oh, Com 101. Yeah, Com 101. You were in there, Amy Rice, Amy Rice was in there. And that was like, you know, you learn how to speak in front of people. Yeah. You, take it, you had to write different things. And I remember... Yeah, because that's where it was. And then I remember, I think the class after that was the, the intro. Second, our second the class. Second we, had, would be we had the first class together, and then the second, second class, class. we were like, dude, we got to be friends. <laughs> like, I'm seeing the same face <laughs> twice. I'm like, yeah. we're looking out. we got to be friends. That's cool. And, and then, yeah, then it just kept going to. He weeded, man, that must have weeded some people out. He did. It started out from like a 150-seat class to like, what would you say, like maybe. Eh, probably. 50. How many people graduated with our degree? Our degree. Got down to it was small because it was at that church. It was only like yeah. twenty five people. Yeah, it was like small. Most. It gets I really small. It, so it went from one fifty to like twenty. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. They, yeah. They, he did. Yeah. He. I mean, he weeded it out. <laughs> he yeah. did a good job. And the funny thing about it is, he was actually a grad assistant when my dad was at UNCG. Remember, oh. he used to sit on the stage and he'd rock his feet back and forth. Yeah. And now this was a guy that was, was you know, his big every, belly hanging out. Yeah. Every, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got their own thing. He doesn't he, listen to this podcast. He was just, yeah, he was just a big guy, not the most attractive guy whatsoever. Right. And yeah, he just would sit there and rock his feet and talk to you about Alexander Graham Bell and like all the different, because we'd go through all media different stuff, you know, but. That's fun. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's, that's pretty interesting. So. Okay, so my next question is, what's the, I guess, most memorable 
moment when you were working, um, I guess with, what was the show, Banshee? Banshee, yeah. What was the most memorable? I guess it could have been a day, it could have been a night shoot, could have been somebody getting cussed out. Yeah. Like. Oh my gosh, there was so many. So, <clears throat> working, I don't know, working on, there's, okay, first of all, to put it in like, you know, perspective, there were 200 people on crews. There were 200 people around all the time working the show. It was a lot of people. Wow. Um, I remember one time we were doing this, and it's just it's just memorable because it was so funny. Because you know everyone's on walkie talkie, so everyone's on, you know yeah. You gotta have you, everyone. All departments have their own channel. Like don't ever get onto someone else's channel. Like it'll piss everyone off. But there was a scene where we were having to gr- drive a car, and they probably had ten of the same cars because we had to do a scene where a car skidded across the road in the rain and hit a telephone pole. Right. So for continuity purposes. You got to start with the windshield wipers on because the guy's been driving in the rain. Yeah. And the producer got so mad. He was yelling at the guy who was actually standing by the car to like give the cue for the stunt driver to yeah. take off driving. So they're like talking back and forth in the walkie talkie and we're all standing there under the tent like it's really raining. And we're listening to the walkie talkies go back and forth. And he keeps telling them to turn the windshield wipers on. And the guy is responding back like, yeah, I got it. I got it. And they keep cutting each other off because they're hitting the walkie-talkie the same time. <laughs> and he literally comes like, and this man was heavy and he has like long white stringy hair, like really cool guy. But he comes like barreling down this hill to tell him, he's like, I got the windshield wipers, like cussing him out. They get in like an altercation, like a fight. It's three o'clock in the morning. We're yeah. all pissed. We're all yeah. done. It's raining. It's cold. We're all we're trying to get done out of here, man. He, takes, like, oh. he like rips off his headset, rips off his walkie talkie, throws walking down, down, gets up out of his director's chair, takes his director's chair and like Jerry Springer's the guy who was yelling at oh. I mean, they literally like got in like a fist fight and like everyone's like, well... I guess just let him fight. Like, no one stopped him for anything. <laughs> it's like the director and, like, I think it was uh, one of the main main assistant directors that they got in a fight. It was the best thing I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Like, they're both older men. Yeah. Pissed. Pissed. <laughs> like, throwing director's chairs at each other. I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty great. That is pretty That's one of the best. That, that's crazy. And see, I'm sitting here thinking about, and, and I'm not in that profession, but just I commend you for being up at 3 a.m., Watching doing a, doing a scene over and over and over again. I know that had oh, to be yeah. like it, it's draining, and then yeah. I'm assuming okay, you leave at four or five, you turn right around to be back at three four o'clock again. Yeah, and then you got an eight hour turnaround. Yeah. They'll, they'll little. It's crazy. They're so precise. Like if we could, you know, we get done at say you get done at midnight. It's like your start time's eight o'clock the next morning, like on the dot. Yeah. Like it's what? exact. It's exactly eight hour turnaround. Even if there's like minutes, if it's ten or if it's like twelve twenty three. You start at eight twenty three the next morning is when you got to be at work. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. They're like little soldiers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it's definitely. It, Life has changed. Funny you talking about a crazy one like that. We just literally had yesterday at work. It's been a long time. I tweeted. It's been a long time since I've seen somebody get legit replaced while a show's going on. And Wait, our shows, oh. a race hub show, is not that high intense because most of it it is live, but a lot of it's tape, like tape pieces, and it's really kind of calm. But we were pre-taping a show. And, again, we have a lot of cameras, and the Steadicam operator just wasn't getting it through. So our coordinating producer oh, in the really? back, and basically what he was doing is the shot and move they were trying to do, he kept getting our other jib cam in the shot uh, every single time. Two segments in a row, and she's screaming like, now I've got to fix this in post. Like, she's yeah. screaming like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Tell him, he can't have this shot, and he kept doing it. So she asked me, like, hey, what's the number for the library? And I'm thinking she's calling just to ask for something else. She gets the number. 
And she calls another guy who's done some steady cam work. It's like, hey, can you come down to the control room? He didn't know he was about to basically put on a steady cam. Put on a steady cam. Oh shit! So imagine this is basically what it was. Is this is a huge giddy up for people who don't know a steady cam? It's like a big harness and like it's got a, a, camera, shell. a turtle shell, a camera attached to it, and it's how you like the guy moves it. Well, it's almost I compared it to like the starting quarterback getting pulled from the game, but for the backup to come in, he has to give him basically his helmet. His shoulder pads. Oh, so it's like, it's yeah. like, wow. like so he comes down not he knowing what he's. Yeah, he he's come down not knowing what he's what he's gonna be doing. She's like, hey, are you comfortable running steady cam? And he's like, yeah, sure. He's thinking someone's sick, not feeling well. She's like, all right, we're having him take it off. You're gonna do it. And so like, it was like one of those things where I haven't seen like it's been a while in a professional setting. You've seen like grown people be like, no, you're out and you're there. Like you see it in sports and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. There. And you see him come out. and The director goes out to him and it's like. Hey man, you just you just not getting it done. Sorry about it. You got Lindsay wants you out. Can you change up? So literally, they're sitting there. He's taking his gear off to give to the other guy. And the other guy, it's not his call, so he's in an awkward spot. Like, oh, if I would have known <laughs> I was replacing you, I would have been. I would have came yeah. down here. But I'm also on staff payroll. I can't not right. do what she's telling me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, you're just a freelance guy, so it was like a. It was really kind of awkward. It was like, but it's always one of those quick reminders. I always tell myself, like, look, everybody's replaceable. Yep. yep. You know, don't get too comfortable because that's the kind of like sometimes in my job where I'm at, I can kind of get too comfortable and I always have to remind myself, look, man, don't, you know, try to learn something new, do something different. So you're not just sitting there and feel like someone's jumping over you. Yeah. Getting, you know, yeah, you always got to add so, value to yourself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Re- reinventing them. Exactly. Reinventing exactly. the wheel. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty intense. Like I can imagine like the way you just kind of gave the detail. I'm just thinking of like a quarterback getting pulled, but it's like, wait a minute, but you got to take your helmet off your <laughs> yes, shoulder pads. Everything yeah. like and like and your cleats and like it's like that's that's more humiliating, you know. At least if you get replaced, you just kind of walk out and be done. But it was just like and then you had to stay there, stand there the whole rest of the show. And Did you watch? Really? Yeah, just watch. You had to watch the absolutely dude come mean, down. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Absolutely. He can't really lead. I mean, he could, but being a freelancer, it's a part of. They can just stop asking you back. Yeah. So like he doesn't want to concede defeat, True. and then if he just storms off. That's his paychecks that they're, you know, so he could probably want to stay on and do yeah. another role, a stagehand or something else. But yeah. Yeah, it was, it's interesting you told that story because it kind of tied into that as well, but. Yeah. So, what up, so social life, let's get to that. What are you up to these days? So, um, just spent, you know, the summer on the lake. Okay. I love Lake Norman. I grew up in Hickory, so yeah. I actually have more friends in Lake Hickory. Um, yeah. So, in the lake, some in Lake Hickory. Um. I got a dog last year, so it's like crazy. It's like, let's go to the dog park and meet. I, you know, go to the dog park a lot. I meet a lot of people there. Go to the dog bar. It's like, whoever thought that was the greatest invention of all time? You it can was. get drunk and just let your dog run around and get tired and play. So fun. Um, hike a lot. I guess that was kind of my spring and summer. Um, drinking beer at different breweries. <laughs> I mean, what's your favorite brewery uh, over in that area? Um, and uh, like. Like, well, no, you're, you're right there where your birth, like the <clears throat> Huntersville Cornelius area. You know, I don't really, I haven't been to many. I've been to D nine a few times. Yeah. I kind of like the vibe there. They Absolutely. had a big, a they had a big concert series or something going yes. on in the summer. I went to really fun. They have to me. I call it the controversial concert series <laughs> yeah. because they call it their summer concert series, right? But they start it. In April, G March, maybe March. Yeah, it started in March, March, April, and it, it doesn't ends, end till yeah. October. Yeah. Why is it the summer? Why is it not spring, summer, fall concert series? <laughs> or just call it 
concert, concert series. series. Yeah, and leave you have, it that. That's wow. it. But yeah, just each year, 2019 Probably concert annual, series. Yeah. Your annual your annual concert series. series. But you know, I'm not the marketing guy there, so yeah. I just let it go. Yeah. It, it bugs the hell out of me. Like, yeah. it's, you see the summer. It says summer concert series lineup, and it goes all the way to October 15th, and you're like. Doesn't make any sense. So yeah, yeah. So you've been to D nine. I do like their vibes. We got some good beer. Have you been to Ask Clown Eleven Lakes? I was going to ask. I was going to say Ask Clown. I like a lot. Yes. Um, haven't been to Eleven Lakes though. Okay, it's right around the corner okay. from Ask Clown. It's kind of in another business park area, a little more open, higher ceilings. Nice. Beer's more pretty room. good. Yeah, a little more room <laughs> than Ask Clown. Yeah, that was just um, Ask Primal. Have not been to Primal either. Check it out. It's one of our least favorites. The beer to me is not that great, but. I think their atmosphere is pretty cool. They've got cool. a great outside, a decent little inside. Inside's kind of small, but their outside spot's pretty cool. Yeah, too. I won't start my first beer there when I'm sober. I'll go there like after I've had yes. three or four. Yes. It's like, this beer is great. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> go there on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, awesome. that's how, I think the last time we went out, we, we ended there, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how it is. That's a place to end. It's not a place to begin. Right, yeah. there you go. Yeah. yeah. So Support local. There you go. Absolutely. So how have you liked living over in the Burkdale area? Burkdale is very fun. Um, you know, it's <laughs> there's a lot of pros and cons to being right above like bars, restaurants, you know, yeah. boutique shops, movies. So are you living above some of those? Are you up mm-hmm. top? Oh, yeah. so you're up top like so what's below you? Um, so we go throw rocks at your window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh there's a bath and body works in Victoria's Secret, yes. like right at the very entrance. I'm like right above that and that Oh, okay, right nice, there. nice, okay. Um yeah, so I'm a kind of a away from like the main section yeah. there, um, but still like walking distance to a bar is like awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, That's Fox really and Hound used to be Jeeves and I spot over there. Oh yeah. yeah. Go to Fox and Hound. I was there the other night. Um have you ever been to Kilton? Buffalo? Yes. Kilton's kind of yeah, fun. Jeeves banned. I'm banned to Buffalo. You are banned <laughs> yeah. from the Kilton Buffalo. Yes. What did yes. you do? Uh is that a story that you can tell on this podcast? Let's just say I'll try to tell you. He, uh, we all had some beverages that day, and at the this time, was after my accident, this is all allegedly. This is all allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. At the time, they had all their shirts and hats like sitting out in the main hallway area, right? You know where the uh, I don't think the jukebox where the jukebox is, yeah. and like where they cut hair. Yeah, it was all just sitting out there. So us being drunk, I think we kind of said a jeep like joking around, he had a big jag on. Grab some shirts. So when we said grab some shirts, we meant like, you know, Matt Max two or three. Yeah, yeah. Jeeves grabs the whole rack of like no. 20 and thinks that he can just stuff them up his shirt and walk out. So we don't know, like we kind of just joked around about grabbing some and like we turn around, we're all chatting, and then all of a sudden you should see Jeeves like take off out that side door. And we're like, what? And then you see like the manager like, yo, yo, yo. And we're like, oh, God, what's happening? <laughs> oh, no. And so he had stuffed like 20 shirts. We're like, geez, 20? Like, what do you say? Like, <laughs> of course they're going to notice you grew like 50 pounds in like, like three seconds. So then we get there and we try. The guy who was the getaway car driver was just, he pussed out. And was like, I'm not going anywhere. We're like, dude, they can't stop you. Like, it was just like, this is my local bar. Like, yeah, like, like, they're just calling a so local security birthday. <laughs> Anyway, they ended up oh, coming up. They took, they, we gave, they gave, they took all the shirts back from Jeeves, and they were like, "All right, you're banned." And then like, so then we ended up going to Saeed's afterwards, and the cop made Jeeves like call an Uber, drive all the way back to Uber, all the way back to the house, our rental house, and then he just called another Uber and just met us back out at Saeed's. Oh gosh! But yeah. There you go. So, so my question about the Kilted Buffalo, yeah, because I rode past it and I was like, it looks like a bar, but every time I walk by, I. I it, it's a barbershop. 
It's bar, there's a bar. So, there's a barber shop inside of the bar. That's why I've never yeah. went in because I was like, I'm not getting a haircut. Yeah. I was just trying to get. But see, in. the hair it's 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 like closed off. Yeah. Like they're, they're not they're not cutting they're not they're not cutting people's hair out in the free open. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. It, there there is there is there are walls around the barbershop doors. They cut it and. Then oh, goes, and they'll look. give you like you two free com- tokens. Not just one. Usually like one, a complimentary yeah. little token after you get your haircut to get a, a beer at the bar. Yep. Oh, okay. So okay. it's but they also don't have liquor. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. They it's don't have their liquor license. Oh no, they do. They do now. They do like as uh, of recently. As they of recently, do, but oh. like, sorry, you can't go. <laughs> if you guys want to meet me, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. How, how would they you last? Can tell if they my liquor license. They they would always sell like that weird like at one point they had like the old smoky stuff that was considered a liqueur like the, at the or time like a malt or a or malt liquor. Yeah. But it was just like uh, they just had beer a lot of times we went. But it was like the only thing, a walking distance, so that yeah. was the thing, is you could just walk down people who live there, and if you really wanted liquor, you just head up to Fox yeah, and House or yeah. Brick's Pizza or something. Oh, so. yeah. That's true. Yeah. But, and see, the Fox and House used to be the joint, even when we would come back from college, yeah. that would be like a reunion. Like we would the night before Thanksgiving. Yes. I was just about to say, the day before Thanksgiving, everyone goes to the same bar in Hickory, right. too, where yep. I'm from. Yep. Yep. So that's what we would do. You everyone know. takes off, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Well, and of course, we don't do that anymore. Well, I mean, people probably still do it, but yeah. Yeah. I'm washed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, now I got the kid, I'm not really going to bring the kid to the bar that late. Old, so old ass yeah, in there, exactly, yeah. 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 That's yeah. funny. Because, yeah, you don't want to run into some 22-year-old who was, like, 12 by the time you were... It's in. like, damn, I used to babysit you. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Are you supposed to be drinking that right now? I know, right? You're how old? Well, yeah. That's funny. But, so you've liked... Do you, so you enjoy the Huntersville area? I do a lot. Okay. It's uh, close enough to Charlotte, but far enough away. Yes. Lake Norman's a beautiful area. Yep. Um, upscale people, good peoples, just like you guys. Um it's it's been it's, it's a year and a half, two years. I love it. Okay, yeah. It, like I said, it's just funny to me. You look back in the year of two thousand seven. We meet, and then who would have? No one would have. You wrote down things like, "Oh yeah, now we'd be living fifteen minutes from each other." No shit. From two thousand seven to two thousand nineteen, twelve years later, mm-hmm. right down the road after you kind of went your own way. It's it's just a funny how that world the world works like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we're definitely gonna have to get out. Oh yeah, grab we'll some go to beers, Saeed's one night and and you're, um, and you're originally from Hickory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. She went to, like, you know my buddy Jeff Fox? I think yeah. Jeff Fox went to high school yep. together, right? Yeah, yep. so. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. how has the transition been? I guess, well, do you do a lot in Charlotte? Because I know Hickory's not too big, and Huntersville is kind of just small. So, um, of Charlotte is a little different. I have a lot of friends in Charlotte. The only problem is, is um, a lot of my friends, actually, that are in Charlotte, um... A lot of them in the service industry. So a lot of them are um, working Friday nights, Saturday nights, Sunday football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, damn, that's when I'm off. Like, you can't, they can't hang out. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go visit and things like that. Um, uh, I have a lot of friends. I'll just meet them for dinner usually if I go out in Charlotte or I'll go shopping and meet some of them for lunch or something like that. But um, I do enjoy going out in Charlotte. Um, $40 Uber ride isn't like my favorite thing of all time, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's fun. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Go down there a lot for birthdays. All my girlfriends want to go down to Charlotte and do something, do something weird on their birthday. I'm like, damn, girl, I don't like. I'm not trying to carry you around uptown. Like, I'm just really yeah. not this weekend. And then you got to worry about that forty dollar Uber. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that is that's it's not one way, is it? It's there. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's about one way. Yeah. From where you're at. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. 
Never been. Well, I guess I'm gonna cover this up because I'm off of this exit too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're a little closer. Only, what, I think last time I took one up to Uptown was like. 15? Yeah, sounds about right. 12, 15 bucks. Yeah, an extra 15 bucks. where she is, yeah. $40 one way. For Uber? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah Especially if you're time. leaving if you're leaving at night, like Friday, yeah, Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. It's almost right. been 50 one time just because it's been, yeah, yeah, prime time. Now, correct me on this story. I think it was after your freshman year, didn't you try out for the Bobcats dance team? No. No? Uh-uh. I thought you told me how you were with a friend and you... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my right? gosh. See, so I was right. Okay. No, no, no. I see, I know you're going with this. Okay. She, okay, she was trying to convince me to try out with her because she didn't want to try out alone. That's right. And I was like, look, I am not... I can't do this. Like, yeah. this is not what I'm about. Are you talking about after college? Was it after? I thought it was during college and you said... You actually ended up trying out with her. You made the team, and you thought about it, but then the pay so, wasn't equipped, and then it was going to be 40-something home games, and you didn't want to drop from Greensboro so to Charlotte. So I had, I had dance experience. She was just a cheerleader, so yeah. there's a big difference there. Yes. And I, I mean, I cheered in high school, but not anything after that. And the coach, this is like the smallest like world ever, the coach for the Bobcats was friends, like dear, like childhood friends. Like this yeah. is like you know small world shit. Yeah was friends with the lady that I did cheer with when I was in Hickory. Yeah. Like, of all things. What? like it, it, it was, like, weird. Wow. So when I went down to the tryout, I didn't even know what I was going into. Yeah. I was down there for my friend. I was like, look, I'll go with you. I'll, like, entertain this idea. It was, like, her lifelong passion. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah. I was like, all right, look, you're my friend. Like, I support you, whatever. So we go down there. And the tryouts were, like, pretty intense. It, it, dance and cheer and all of these things. So I don't know if it's because I knew the lady since I was, like, a tater tot, you yeah. know, tiny. Or if it was just because, you know, I don't you know. what I, you were doing. I made the yeah. team, but I was like, yo, like, this is not what was supposed to happen. Like, <laughs> I got like, my friend. Like, and she didn't make the team. team yeah. So so what happened was she didn't make the team, and I was like, look, I can't. I was telling the coaches, I was like, look, I'm so dear to catch up with you. I'm so glad I saw you, but, like, I cannot do this. Yeah. My friend, like, is crying in the corner over yeah. there. Like, I, you know. So I told my friend I didn't make the team. I was like, yeah. no, I can't. There's no way. Like, not happening. So I'm not tell, crushing her. Either. I remember you coming up and being like, well, yeah, I made the team. But then being like, you kind of thought about it, but the pay was shit. And then oh, also yeah. just driving from Greensboro to Charlotte. Yes. It could be three on days a week. It could be whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah, on top of schoolwork. And you were so working at the time bad. and stuff like that. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. yeah I, had I, to, so. I, had to, I had to work through college. Like, my, yeah. parents, my parents supported me, but... Yeah. I didn't like to be broke. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. That's it. So, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's funny. That, I did, like, that is a funny story. Yeah. Oh I, my God, I, it was, that hit me the other day and I was like, I think I gotta remember. Yo, I can't, I like literally like exit, like I forgot all about that. I mean, I didn't <laughs> Jacob, really. Jacob will bring up some memories that I you didn't really, about but now. I forgot like what I, remember what what I do things. for a friend, man. Another random one I'll bring up is because I remember being at the fraternity house and we had a big party and you actually had lost your whole purse. You lost your wallet. You lost Ooh, it had your social yes. security card in and everything. No, yeah. And I remember you coming over and like thinking, uh, if that happened to me, I'd be like almost in tears. And you were kinda upset. I think it's the most upset I ever I ever saw you, but you still kinda kept it together, like, well, it's just stuff. I'll figure it out. And I was like, Wow, that's pretty impressive because I don't know Yo, how. Do you know what it takes to get your social security card back? Like to prove you're yourself See, without a social security everything. card? It's a bitch. Like don't ever, don't ever have to do that. Oh. I remember that. Yeah, my uh, my windshield in my car got bashed in. That's like right. of all my back windshield, like dude, yeah. just bust my window out. Like no nah, back windshield. What's the back out. one? 
I don't know who does that. Yeah. I don't know. Someone yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. busted my they windshield out. all that stuff? Yeah. That's Greensboro for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Greensboro. Yeah, that's that's that figure all that yeah. shit out. Yeah. All right. It's that time, Jeeves. It dun, is dun, the dun. warehouse distillery. Wine on the bridge. Escape put it on notebook page. There's a notebook over on that table. Okay. Yeah, you got time to look through it. Don't don't worry about rushing. Oh, all right. the all the folder pages are, they've been picked. Right. Find a question that's not check marked. If it has a name next to it, read the name. While you do that, we'll do a little housekeeping. I meant to read this earlier, but Bridget has typed us up a new one. So here we go. Are you looking for a unique Christmas gift for a friend or loved one? How about giving them the gift of clean crafted wine? That doesn't come with the next day wine headache when they drink it. Our friend Bridget is selling holiday wine bottle gift sets that are free of any chemicals, pesticides, or added sugar. They range from one to four bottle sets and are priced starting at $40, which includes shipping. She's offering the Beards Watch podcast listeners $10 off their first order. All you've got to do is message her on Instagram or Facebook at Wine or the Bridge with the promo code BEARDSWATCH10 and she'll get you taken care of. That's at Wine or the Bridge promo code BEARDSWATCH10 for $10 off your first order. So go make that happen if you need some Christmas presents, all that good stuff. And I think what we're going to have at one point, have a bunch like, I want Duvall to read one of those, Jeeves, myself, maybe Bridget come back, and then I'll just be able to insert different ones in the editing process of different people reading them just to kind of spice it up and all that stuff. We forgot to touch on our Birio cart. Ooh. (laughs) We did uh, Luigi Raceway, which we found, go watch it, you know, spoiler, go watch our YouTube as as well, subscribe. It's fun. It, It actually, the short track... It gets people who are meshed up. You can't get too far ahead. Mm-hmm. You gotta chug. You gotta drink your beer. You gotta drink really your beer fast. really fast. <laughs> beer faster. Yep. And it came down to me and Duval battling on like the last two turns. Yeah. We both got hit with a leader shell. Then he ran into me when I had a banana behind yeah. me, yeah. and and that's what messed me up. And you yeah. were able to kind of just squirt. Through. I was able to squirt through at the end and get the first. Duval got second, Jeep's third, and and Paige was fourth. So that puts us at two overall races. There puts me at sixty wins. Duval still at 13, Jeeves at 11, Lurs at 6, and then Corey Buck and Kevin all at 3 wins. And then our first timer record goes to 2 and 66. So, yeah, there's that. And then what else do we have left? Whew, we got a lot here. Pick them, top 10. Nate in first, Steve, Stevie C in second, Duval, third place, Paul Paul, fourth, Tyler C's in fifth, the winner from last year, the 10 year old, Bucks in sixth, all favorites in seventh. That's crazy. That's, that's pretty wild to me. Uh, A. Fox in eighth. Dartboard selections back in the top ten and ninth. And Brittany McKinney at the tenth spot. I'm at 11th. Jeeves, you were 26th. All underdogs at 33. And that's they're still below people who have given up. So, And then for our Survivor game, quite the controversial episode. Yes. With, uh, <laughs> Me Too movement. People touching. People accusing. People not. But yeah. it got funky. Points are up. There's no perfect rosters. There's 40 people here, so I'm not going to go through all 40 scores. But check them out on our Instagram, I mean, on our Twitter and our Facebook. And again, if you want in next season, let us know. It's as simple as picking six people in a first out, and then I do the rest of the work. So, and we have a sweet trophy. And same thing for the Pick'em League sweet trophy. That has more of a prize pack from all the different sponsors. We'll throw some stuff in there. So, as you're picking, I have a question. Um, <laughs> Oh, you page? Yes. Yeah, page. <laughs> I'm over here laughing like, 
Where do you get these? This is we awesome. We get drunk. You see this basement? I mean, we do also I literally get drunk have to pick just one? Like, I'm we can go to two. Listen, two. there's no rules, really. We can go to two. If you've got two you really want to read, by all means, it won't stop us. Oh, my so, God. So, Paige, I have a question. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> you talked about how reality, reality TV is not reality. Is there any aspects of reality TV that is reality? The only reason I say it is because I know you mentioned Survivor. And, like, growing up, I thought it was just so real. So, I just wanted Survivor like, brought reality TV to the syndicated networks. Like, yeah. there was no reality television. Eh, I mean, not really. It was no, all it was, scripted. It was all scripted, yeah. Survivor, like, was so big and so memorable because it was the first reality television show. People mm-hmm. still, like, emotionally relate to Survivor. Yeah. It completely I, changed the world of television. I think what it'll say is... That show, they specifically went out and had it because, like you said, legally matters. You can't just show on a screen you going to boot the car yeah. and towing a car. Yeah. There are some shows. like I think Survivor, like if you read a lot of articles after this big shenanigans that happened with the touch-in and all that yeah. stuff, yeah. they try to keep as far back as possible and try not to intervene because yeah. they just want mm-hmm. the game to play. Now, of course, it's... They've gone from they get, they'll let them starve out there, and now they at least give them rice, and they don't you never really see them run out of rice, yeah. and yeah. all that kind of stuff because they don't want you like passing out from low blood sugar and all that. Yeah. But there are some shows that yeah, it's definitely mostly rigged because it's kind of showing awkward moments that you yeah. know you're not necessarily going to get if they're you know yeah, like for instance, I was hanging with my friend the other night and he has on the show Naked and Afraid which to yeah. me like why that was ever like you know pitched to begin with Bananas. is like yeah. beyond me anyways I do okay so you know they show the people getting like really emaciated and skinny and maybe they are out in the wilderness for a certain period of time like there's probably some truth to it but like they're like sitting in like this little hut and it's like raining and the wind's blowing and there's bugs everywhere and they're cold, hungry, whatever. And there's like a cameraman over here and then the camera angle switches to a guy over here and then there's a different camera angle over here. He's like, there's no way that they're out there alone. My friend's like arguing with me. I was like, dude, just please sit here and watch like how many different times the camera angle switches. Switch. Yeah. There's four guys standing right around them. Right Nothing around the tent. Really four guys happen, yeah. with Nothing, cameras. Yeah. In all reality, yeah. and, and you think too, like I've watched that show because it's just wild that people sign up for it. Because, yeah. like, why the hell would you want to be butt naked with a stranger and it's just getting destroyed by bugs or whatever? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah it, like, there's a reason no one's, like, gotten their leg bit off by an alligator or attacked by a jaguar or whatever it would be because there's people vetting it. There's people around making sure the wild animals aren't coming to get them. I mean, yeah. there was one where they came and the, the survivalists, like, stumbled into the camp that the producers were staying in and they actually stole food. And yeah, then, no, I remember that. And then they got I kicked that. out because they were like, you couldn't do that. But the guy was like, look, we're trying to survive anyway, any means necessary. Yeah. Like, well, not really. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, to, to, like you said, you got to take everything with a grain of salt yeah. and figure, okay, there's probably, like, you know, like a good example, like the Duck Dynasty show. A lot of that stuff at the beginning, I feel like, was very, like, true. Yeah. But they're also going to stage stuff to make it seem like, more theatrical than it needs to be because oh, it's yeah. TV. They don't, oh, yeah. you know, they just don't want you sitting around playing video games or just shooting the guns in the backyard. No, let's chip golf balls and shoot shoot the golf balls or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of how I look at like like I was a huge fan. I still am. Man vs. Wild. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like I feel like the the early Air stages. Grills? Yeah, yeah. I feel like the earlier stages were a lot more him. And of course, I knew some of it. But clearly, he wasn't out there by himself. They had a cameraman yeah. filming everything, and the way they dropped him, he dropped him in a specific place. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. But like now, he's gotten so big to where like 
He's got like celebrities out there. There's no way that Marshawn Lynch is gonna go out there. And it's just gonna be you and him. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah. so yeah. So that's funny. So remember, they can cut and edit kind of however you want. One, yeah, that's it true. seemed like, oh yeah, they were just out here. But for all we know, once the cameras start rolling, they go pull up a deluxe tent with a heating and air and throw in some bacon and burgers. <laughs> yeah. And you'll never know. And then it's like next morning and it just shows them a quick second they should have sleeping under some sticks and yeah. they pop up like, oh, it was a rough night. You'll never really know because yeah. you just see the cuts and edits. So. Yeah. It's just like what Shark Week because I love Shark Week. Yeah. It's just like you never see them like get attacked by a shark. Because right. they've got plenty of like, similar like in They've got plenty of people way out there that are keeping stuff away yeah. to make sure it's not yeah. going to get too crazy. You like got even, one? Even in Banshee, like, yeah. there were times where we would be filming, like, in a... I mean, they're, like, like safety is, like, number one in anything they're doing. Yeah. They're, they're never going to harm the cast or anyone working. Um, but we would be shooting, like, out in the middle of the woods for, like, a scene, and we would literally have someone who would come sit on set for 12 hours a day, and they probably worked for a total of an hour... But before we would shoot in an area, they'd be like, all right, we're going to shoot out here. And they'd go through, and I mean, like we're in the middle of the woods. They'd go through and make sure there were no snakes, no anthills, no beehive, or, you know, hornet's nests in the ground, like whatever. They'd go through, and they were finding copperheads and stuff, and we were like out in the middle of the woods. I was like, what wow. in the hell? Yeah. But and they'd put them in a bucket, and they'd sit on the bucket and just hold it until we were done. They'd release Let's the snake back. back. <laughs> but I mean, there there's precaution that's taken. Yeah. They're not just going to throw someone out in the you know, the middle of the ocean, be like, here's a bunch of, you know, crap and blood, and yeah. here, the shark's gonna come. Yeah. No, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. That's not what's gonna happen like that. All right. There's some really, <laughs> like, I'm really enjoying reading this. Like, yeah. can I take this home with me and just read it? <laughs> <laughs> and I get a good laugh. You'll be able to add a couple, maybe questions at the end before you leave as well, so. Okay, so there are two, like, I went through a bunch of pages. There's two on the same page that I think are just, like, okay. excellent. Well, we can I'll, do both choose, of them. I'll choose one. Okay. Well, we can do two. It's, it's fine. We'll see where we get. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> All right. Where is the weirdest place you've had to pee at? Ooh. I'm, I'm going to tell the story of me getting a pee in a public ticket because that's the... <laughs> so, yeah. So, it was in college, and it was right outside of Green Street, and it was this little parking lot near like a the bank or whatever and we get out of the car we piled in a jeep we had the one sober DD pledge who drove us down there we pile out and I've got to pee so instead of waiting the five minutes to walk across the street to Green Street pee and I'd pull the car doors out the, it was a Jeep Grand Cherokee I pulled you know there's bushes pee between the Jeep and the bushes no harm no foul you know whatever we start walking to Green Street and these cops had just sat there. They're looking for drunk girls. They're looking for anybody yeah. doing something. Yep. And they pulled up on their undercover cars. Like, I had just, like, it was, like, I just robbed a bank. Ocean's Eleven type stuff. <laughs> like, pulled out, like, freeze. Uh, and everybody's like, what? They're like, everybody pull out your, pull out your ID, sir. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, we just saw you pee over there. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> They're like, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, we just saw you pee. I was like, no, you didn't. I didn't pee. What are you talking about? And, like, he's like, you got one of two options. Either you give me your ID or you go to jail. I'm like, that's not a lot of options. We can't talk this out here. Like, let's just figure something out. And so I give him my ID, obviously. We talk about it. And he's just, I'm just like, yo, man, like, I just had to pee. Like, it's like I peed on a bush. It wasn't, like, on the side of a building. Somebody signed. Like, no one's car or anything. Like, yeah, like what, what's going on? And he's like, well, if, if I give you a warning tonight, I have to give everybody a warning. I'm like, that sounds like a fine deal to me. Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with that? Like, I'm cool with giving everybody warnings. 
And so he wasn't about that life. So, of course, I got a ticket. And I was like, well, damn, like peeing in public. So immediately I had learned from a previous underage drinking ticket. I was like, don't try to hide it from your parents. Just own up to it. Tell them the truth. They're going to start getting letters in the mail. Exactly. They're going to get letters in the mail anyway. So you just own up to it. Like I called my, my mom that night. I was like, hey, everything's cool. I just want to give you a heads up. I got a PM pub ticket. Should be all right. Should be cool. But, you know, we'll figure it out in the morning. Da da da. And I remember, like, like I, and that immediately ruins your night in the club or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. just kind of like, you know, just doing the whatever, grab a couple drinks. And I'm just kind of like, like, you know, stay there for a couple hours. Like, yeah, yeah, just give me the phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So then yeah. I remember leaving and seeing those same guys, like, already had stopped, like, other drunk girls oh, walking. Yeah. And so I'm like, wow, this is just a honey hole for them. You know? Yeah, so for sure. That would be the funniest slash story of me peeing somewhere, so. <laughs> uh, I peed outside of Green Street before. Yeah, I'd seen but it. it was, but it wasn't like in a bush under a street light. Eh, there, enough, it was like enough. down the little like weird alleyway between that, that and Stumbles, yep, like the yep. dark alleyway. Like yep. I was I was in the clear. That's fine. All right. Jeeves, Jeeves what you got? Oh, did they say weirdest place? Yeah. Where is the weirdest place you've had to pee? I don't necessarily think it's a weird place. But it was more of like an awkward situation to pee. <laughs> is at Saeed's before they did the remodel, like when they had the two bathrooms outside, they had like outside like showers. Or I think they were showers, or they might have been restrooms. Not sure, but they had no doors on them whatsoever. So it was like it was like before you get it like before you get into Saeed's. So it was like always like the first spot like you would go to mm-hmm. like to to the right, mm-hmm. and it was like it was more of like an, an awkward like situation. It's like I'm peeing here, someone could just like walk up behind me and like you watch you pee or like could kill you. Jesus, pee shot, pee shot over here. So okay. I, I had another one too coming back from Virginia Tech. We would go up there. We'd stop, stop at this random gas station because there's nothing between like Virginia Tech and Greensboro. Like it's just back roads and hills. And I remember we saw this gas station. It was like one of those podunk, no name gas stations, whatever. I'm like, we got to pee. I go in and like it was already that weird like play the banjo music. Like guys that were in there, and you're just like, oh man, like hey, can I use it? Like oh no, men's restrooms out. And they're like just go around the side of the building and pee. And I'm thinking. It's like a setup. You go pee, you let your, your conscience down, then you get jumped or something, pull yeah, away. Yeah. So I made sure, like, hey, someone come just give me a little cover, you know, around. Because, again, it's, it's very weird when the owner of the building tells you to pee around the side on their building. Yeah. But luckily nothing happened. But. <laughs> you were told to pee on their building. Yeah, right? And I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Um, I've had a lot of instances where I just pee anywhere. Yeah. Um, like, I think one of the most interesting ones was like I don't know where I was going, but like we I think well I know I'm sorry I was leaving the epicenter and this was like early twenties because this is when the episode was actually kind of cool and they weren't going to turn it into a bunch of shopping places right now. <laughs> Too many people getting fights and yeah, shooting yeah, up. That, that too. Um, so I was leaving and like I just really had to pee, um, but I was like you know what. I'm holding. So I came and I got my car and I was like, you know what? I can make it home. Make it home. Little did I know, it redirected traffic. Mm. So my route home was a totally different route. And I was like, shit. The closer I got, 
harder it was for me to hold it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you felt this way because I feel like, you know, when, when you're far away, oh, I can make it. But the closer you get, yeah, you're just yeah. like, yeah, this is not going to work. So yeah. I, I actually, yeah. yeah, so like I had to like pull over, take, a, take my Gatorade bottle, and pee in my Gatorade bottle. And after I was done peeing in my Gatorade bottle, threw it out the window. Threw yeah. <laughs> it out the window. Yeah. Because I, I was going to get out and pee on the side. But it was way too many cars. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. And I was by myself. Risk. Yeah. And I couldn't risk, like, somebody yeah. getting behind me. Could have been police. Or I could have been somebody that just jumped me or whatever. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I pulled over real quick. And then I just peed. And then I just kept on rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. Well, unlike you three, I have never felt like I was going to get jumped while I was peeing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm going to lay that on the table. Yeah. Like, I've never <laughs> felt uncomfortable okay. peeing. Maybe some uncomfortable places, situations, yeah. like, um, and I honestly ask this question, like, not even knowing my answer, I just think it's funny. Yeah. Um, I feel like everyone would have a pretty good story. Yes. I think I actually kind of knew yours, Jacob, but, like, yes, I'm, I, I'm I, I may sure have set that did. one up yeah. just a little bit. I was yeah. like, I was hoping you'd go That's there. One. Um, one time I was camping with a bunch of friends, and we had rented, like, this little, uh, like, little small cabin, but next to the cabin that we had rented that was, like, a permanent cabin, there were campsite spots, right? And it was the middle of the night, you know, there's, like, a kind of a decent walk and this cabin is like four walls and a door like there is nothing in it so I had to walk to like the outhouse area to pee right well I wake in the middle of the night and I take two steps outside I'm like I'm not walking like I'm not I'm not going over there it's dark now I'm like maybe there's a bear or I'm not like I'm gonna get jumped like okay so so I was like nah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pee right here so literally of all places like I walk over to where you know, just middle of the grass. I'm like, oh, this is it. This will do. So I like start to pee. Well, there's a camper that's like right to the right of us, but it's like one of the pop up campers that oh, has shit. like the um oh. like the net side, like the tent side, like yeah. where you can unzip yep. the side. Yeah. It's like net. Yeah. It's not like an RV, like a hard one, right? Well, they have a dog or something. Well, I guess the dog hears me peeing, right? The dog goes ape shit. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole camper is like, you know, like it's like rocking the boat. I'm like, damn it! And I this is like middle of the night peas, like this yeah. is never ending. Yep. I can't I can't stop it. Yeah, you, can't you can't stop can't, it. Yeah, you can't. God, you just whatever can't. happens, it's, gonna, it's just yeah. it's gonna happen like until you're done, right? So this dog goes ape shit. So all of a sudden, I see the light go on the camper. I'm like, no! I'm like, just finish, finish, finish. They unzip, they unzip like one side, then like someone else in the bed like unzips the other side. The dog's like getting ready to jump through the screen to like yeah. come after me. And literally, it's like pitch black outside. I hear crickets, I hear a dog barking, and there's this like a family of four just staring at me peeing. Like right, <laughs> literally just right outside of their camper, like in the middle of the night, like in the grass, like whatever. Um, probably worst situation where I've been like, I should not have been there. Yeah. Um, but like, I asked this question, like, I'm thinking, speaking of Amy Rice, yeah. um, Amy would pee anywhere, and, like, yeah. shout out to you, Amy, like, um, she, that girl, like, I lived with her for a couple of years, like, we had first, our first class together, and yeah. then our second class, Amy was in it, and, like, yeah. I roomed with her after college, like, dearest friend, like, she'll be at my wedding one day, like, she'd pee anywhere, um, but we were at Sundry's one time, oh, excuse me, um, Stumbles, yeah, right, so we go into the bathroom at Stumbles, and Amy pees, and it's, it's like a one-staller. But, of course, how many bitches can pile in a one-stall bathroom? Yeah, yeah. As many that'll fit in there, right? <laughs> yeah, pee so, in the sink, pee in the trash oh, can. Okay. So, okay. So, so, Amy sits down to pee because she's, like, about to lose it. I sit down. My friend Jocelyn just, this has nothing to do with me, but my friend Jocelyn just can't hold it. So, she jumps up on the sink, right? Yep. I got one on the sink. 
I got another girlfriend. That's what I'm like. Where? So I get out my phone, right? And I have this picture, and it's not on this phone. Yeah. You guys are lucky. <laughs> um, and you listeners are lucky too. But I get out my phone to take a picture, and right as I take a picture, my friend Jocelyn, we're all laughing, we're hammered, right? She goes to grab the um, like paper towel dispenser that's on the wall. Oh. Well, she's drunk. She goes to grab it, and she it doesn't open like you oh. think, but she like oh. kind of misses, <laughs> falls, and face plants on the ground. And busts her tooth like completely at like a perfect like acute angle like right oh. her front tooth right down the middle and we see the like she falls and I see her tooth like flying Shoot. across the floor. I was like, oh shit! We get up and it's like it comes like a perfect point. It yeah. was the funniest thing I've ever seen. The Dumb and Dumber. Shout team. out to Jocelyn. Uh, oh yeah, um, that's my that's probably the best piece story I have. It, now, wasn't, it wasn't it didn't involve me, but I have a picture. Now we brought this up, so we were recently at Trent's wedding about two months ago, and if anybody's been down to the Battery in Charleston, South Carolina, there's no public restrooms. None of the businesses around there will allow you to go allow and pee. Oh. So. It's it was a it was a thing while we were pre gaming. It was like I don't want to drink too much because I know I'm gonna have to pee yeah. and there's nowhere to go. Well, so I had a couple beers, but then it was just the, even drinking water. You're gonna have to pee, stay hydrated. We get down there, I'm like, all right, I gotta pee. So we're walking around, we're knocking on doors, they're not letting us. They even had security guards chasing you like through the woods to not let you pee in the small areas behind trash cans. I'm at the point where I'm about to ask some of the Mexicans that are working on a house, like, can I use your porta john something? Anyway, at one point, Trent's. Uh, soon-to-be wife, one of her sisters was like, all right, y'all come in my van, we'll drive you, and we'll find somewhere. So we're going down all the back streets of Charleston, which is like a checkerboard map, <laughs> where we're looking. There's nothing. I mean, they're, they're saying the closest thing is like, you know, a couple miles up the road, the wedding starts soon, we gotta go. Finally, she sees this, like, debris of rush, like, cut stuff. She's like, all right, everybody get out pee. I'm already having second thoughts, thinking back to my <laughs> other thing, and I'm like, I'm 30 now. Like, I, I can't just, do this. Yeah. I, can't, I got a kid. I got walk. I can't just risk getting a peanut public ticket. But at the same time, like, I've got to kind of go. So it's me, Trent, Trent's nephew, who's like eight. And then, like, there's another, the, the, the woman who was driving son. And we're all trying to pee. Well, so I'm, like, all up just making sure nothing's hanging out, pushing my dick into, like, the, the weeds, like, or this, this pile, just like the piss. Like, all right, trying to pee, pee, pee. Let's go, let's go. As I'm starting to pee, of course, coming around the corner, a oh, daughter, no. her mom, and her dog. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. So, all right, so I'm trying to finish. So then Trent's nephew's got to go. Trent's nephew, I turn around. He's literally like, there's a nice house in Charleston. They got their fence gate. He's got his, obviously, I don't see it, but he's got his crotch area sticking through the fence post and just <laughs> letting it go. And I'm like, well, you're not going to pull him off of it. Like, I'm just like, please pray that they're not home, like, seeing him. He's oh, peeing all over the front yard. <laughs> Everyone's peeing. And then, like, Trent, and I'm just like, these people are walking down, and it's like, we had to kind of act like we're just standing around, but you're looking sketchy. You're in Charleston, like yeah. no one's like, just like, standing around. Like a fence, it's right. like a bush. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. Clearly, we know what you're doing. Exactly. So luckily, we got out of there. Wedding went off, you know, wedding went off without a hitch and everything. But that was another one where it was just like, oh god, this is just. <laughs> I didn't want to be in this scenario again, especially it was. And then of course, as soon as we get in the car, we drive up another block and take a turn. There's a Porta John sitting right there. Uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah, so, very good. Yeah. And it's like you never have, it seems like, you know, you just like, you're in and out of the restroom like when you don't, are not in like a weird predicament. But then when you're like in a weird, weird space, like weird time, like not supposed to be pissing here, yep. it's like, this and is the longest you just be quick, <laughs> be done. But no, that's like you're sitting here, you're like, all right, there's only so much you can push before you like, 
give yourself like a hernia. You might shit your pants. Yeah, like, yeah. Just try. You can't push too hard and force it because yeah. you're gonna hurt yourself. So, yeah. No. How about it? Yeah. Ending on peace story. Those are always good. I like that. So, do you want to ask the other one? Why not? We'll Why make not? it short, sweet, right? Yeah. Make sure you grab a pen from over there and check that one off for us. We'll do. All right. Would you rather never get fat from eating or never have to pay for alcohol again? Oh. This damn. is like the worst one ever. Oh. Hey, you, you would never. Would you rather never get fat from eating or never have to pay for alcohol again? You know, I'm... Because if you eat, you can get fat. But that's what I'm saying. You, would, <laughs> you don't have to pay, so that, that's risky. Well, you, yeah. you, you wouldn't have to pay for the alcohol. No, it's, You still have to pay for the food. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think that's what you're saying. It's like, you get fat from eating, eating or never have to pay for so alcohol. So that means you can eat whatever you want, which and now that we've all hit 30, the, the metabolisms are slowing down. So that would be a benefit. That would be a benefit. I can eat whatever the hell I want yeah. and stay the same size. And then, but all your alcohol will be free on the other one. I think I'm going to go with alcohol being free because then I think you could at least give you more time to work out or whatever. Though being able to eat whatever you want without getting away would be fantastic as well. They're both like amazing. Yes. Like, why can't I have both? I'm right? not sure. Yeah. Right? Like, right? That's the question I yeah. want to ask. No, um, I don't know. I think. Ugh. I think I'd rather I'd rather not have to pay for alcohol yeah. ever again. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Ooh, um, I man, I'm an active person. Like I like to be active, yeah. so like, yeah, that, that's what that's what I was going to like. I would prefer that because, like, I mean, now I'm going to add a wrinkle to it, so you wouldn't have to pay for alcohol. At, like, what if you went to a club or something? Every, anytime, no, anytime, anywhere you go, everywhere. You just got a card. Just I'd be free. lit everywhere I went. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I would just run it off. Yeah, because I run now anyway. So yeah, I'll, I'll give me the alcohol for free. Yeah. If you go that way, then yeah, give the alcohol for free. We gotta get the, We gotta all go in the alcohol yeah. for free. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would be nice though if you could eat whatever you want and not and not gain it. Like out. you were like what fifteen again? That's yes. very true. Right, where yeah. you just pile on food and then you just had to like play run around outside for like twenty five minutes and you were good to go. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, yeah, that would be. I mean, you can eat so much, like yeah. ribs, chicken, salmon. Sound like somebody's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I am now. Right? Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving coming around the corner. <laughs> it is. We get a we get some change, man. Yeah, yeah I know. it's already. I know, man. Yeah, like yeah, like I said, my kid turns two in two days. I can't. That that goes by faster. Than That's crazy. It is. So. All right, we'll end it on that. Paige, as always, good to have you here. Definitely got to have Pleasure. you back for more. That's fun. Well, since now that you're only 20 minutes away. Yeah, there you go. That. So go out, grab some beers, hit Saeed's or hit a brewery or something. So I love it. Yeah, did you have a good time? I loved it. It was so much fun. <laughs> I started listening to the podcast like, Oh, maybe a month ago. Yeah, and like I got hooked. Like I'm a podcast freak, <laughs> but I started listening, listening. I was like, shit, I need to get an N64, like brush up on my market card before I go over there. Well, now you go. We've got a spot. I mean, that's how Mattel Duval and Jeeves. It's uh, it's in downtown Huntersville, Video Game World. Yeah, it's got oh, all your retro stuff. If yeah. you ever just feel nostalgic and there's some like video game itch you gotta scratch, 
it's got everything. Cause I just recently went and got an original Xbox just to play some of my old school games as well. Yeah, so, there you go. But, yeah, he was the one that told me about it. I went and got PS2. Only thing I have left to get is a PS1. I need to get a new controller for my N64. Yeah. And while I'm up there, I might pick up a game or two. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll send it off. Duval, what do we say? See you when we see you. Peace. Next thing you know, son, I got